Okay, turn to page Reish Samachay. Page Reish Samachay. You don't have a safer. Find the neighbors. Okay, uh, we began last week, the new simon, getting into the many shaylas. Let's go to Sifkat and Beis. The Machaber said again, in Sifalaf HaKainem Me'evit Kachavim, Kli Suder Shel Mateches. If you buy from a guy, and as I will point out in the coming weeks, it's very clear if a guy made it, there was never tabled, or if a yid made it, it was sold to a middleman who was a guy. Remember the time up, pot and a fork and a knife gets to you. There could be many middlemen, if any of them are not Jewish and they owned it, and then they resold it, it already triggers a chi of tefillah. That's often overlooked. You can have something that looks Jewishly made, it has a nice Jewish name, it's not the company. You've got to know who the uh, wholesalers and middlemen are. That's, uh, that's a very important detail, which can make a difference in chayv and potter. Uh, but that's not our topic for tonight. But kind of here means kind of. If you buy it from a guy at any point, if any of you buys from a guy, if he wasn't table it, then you've got to take care of it. Me'eve kachavim. We're going to focus tonight on the various definitions of eve kachavim. And what's amazing is that we can now contrast it. We have enough experience from this year. We have Bishalakum, we have Pasakum. We didn't yet do Chalav Yisrael and Gavinus Yisrael and Gavinus Akum. And they often have different definitions who we include. First thing is, Avachavim does not necessarily mean somebody is bowing down to the stars or the various constellations of the moon or the sun. It means any guy. That's clear. What's less than clear is what happens if you have a Yid who's a Mummer, Dino Ka'akum, Machal Shas Fahesi, and the like. Does that have a din of a guy? And if he does, what do you do with the Tinish Nishba? Who's the Tinish Nishba? We like saying, we think everybody's a Tinish Nishba. As we spoke about a number of occasions, Amesha held anybody in the Lower East Side who saw from people wasn't. Abiyashav held anybody in Israel, even though they're brought up anti and clueless. They could learn Havalem Lumud. Ah, it's difficult to change. That's why most people don't become Bali Shuva. Okay, difficult to change, but they know the Amis. So there's a raging debate on how far we go with that Svara. And we'll focus on two. Of these details of Sifkat and Beis, again, Reish Samachem, Sifkat and Beis. Cheski, you was at your own safer? You have your own, right? Okay, good. Otherwise, I'll tell you to look on with somebody. Even Yehuda's going to look on with somebody. You have, uh, you can sit next to Tzvi, between Tzvi and Tuvi, you can't go wrong. One of the two. Okay, Me'avah Chav, everybody got it? Four lines at the bottom? Here I want to contrast it with Bishalakum and Pasakum. If you recall from the first four months of Shear of this year, what does Bishalakum and Pasakum depend on? Ownership 
of the company or the person who makes it? Anybody? This is the first question in your test, which is coming in June. Going to have 5,000 questions, so you better get ready. What does it depend on? Ownership or, or who makes it? Anybody remember? What is it? Pas Akam Bishal Akam. What defines Akam versus Yisrael? The person who owned, let's say you have um, a, um, a steakhouse. It's owned by Chaim Yankel Schwartzbaum. And you have Luigi and Rodrigo the behind the counters. Who's dependent on? The owner or the cook? Bishal Mapas. What? The cook. That's correct. Why? The opposite. Uh, I would think we have more restaurants under Jewish ownership of Gaisha cooks than the other way around. Plenty of Gaisha restaurants are Jewish cooks? Okay, well, probably evenly split. But there's no debate on the point. It's the person who cooks it, the person who bakes it. Now fast forward to our simon. The ownership or the hands-on manufacturer of the clea? Which is it? That's the exact opposite. We can have Chaim Yankel Schwartzbaum, that was his name, who owns a pot, uh, farberware, by the way. Very famous. Uh, I never met a farber that wasn't Jewish. I don't know who owns it. Isidore Farber. Poppy's Poppy, name is Isidore, I can imagine. Okay, but, but farberware was Jewish, right? Okay, I can imagine. Farber is a very Jewish name. Okay, so farberware... Uh, makes pots and pans, metal pots and pans, if won by a guy. And in the factory, I don't know if this, is, this was true, in the factory, a bunch of guyim welding and putting the thing together on the assembly line. So the guy made it, the Jew owns it. Is it a Jewish pot or a Gaisha pot? Jewish. So it's Jewish. You have to know that because otherwise you can compare. There's a lot of Yerodei over here. Pasach and Bishlachim. I finally drilled him a Pasach and Bishlachim. Depends on who makes it, not who owns it. Now I have to drill him. Depends on who owns it, not who makes it. So if you thought, uh, if you, thought you wouldn't stay awake. Uh, so it's clear that it depends on who owns it. It's irrelevant who makes it. Depends on Bailus. And Bailus we're going to have to define also. Obviously, you borrow something, or you rent something. We're going to get to all these, all these uh, details. Again, Clearly, even if the workers are Jewish, but it's owned by a guy. Which is what we just said. Now, there's a big misconception floating around. I can't say it's Amaratzis because there are Achreinim who say this. But uh, we don't really paskin like this. I've, and I've come across people who come with Tfilas, Kalem, Shailas. Well, Sosvias and Shailas, they come sort of with a statement. They just want to, make, they want to check whether it's true, which is better than nothing. They say, I have a pot and I heard that um, Jews own a lot of things, which is Nazi propaganda, by the way. Um, and uh, maybe after the Cheshesh, it was made by a Jew, and therefore it's not, it's not Chayv and Tfilas, I shall leave out a bracha. Now, mind you, doing a mitzvah without a bracha is a serious thing. We spoke about this last night and the night before with Sfiris Heimer. Even if you miss a night, you should still do it every night, even though you're not making a bracha, because Rebbe is still higher. But with that said, it's a lot better to stand next to somebody who can be able to see in the bracha. Doing a mitzvah without a bracha is a big, uh, big loss, even though you're still higher. So just to flippantly say, well, you create your own, make up your own suffix, and say, well, for suffix, therefore, I'll be it, but 
Maybe I'll be entitled to metal, maybe not glass, and I want to make a bracha. None of it's true. Um, despite the propaganda, most companies are not owned by Jews. I know that might be a shock to many people sitting here. It's so ridiculous, but I hear it. I, I look at them, I said, where'd you pick that up from? Gobbles? I said, well, where'd, you, where'd you find that? Uh... He was like convinced. He said, no, 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 it's a, it's a fact. All the manufacturers are all owned by Jews. I said, I don't know what planet you're from. I'm saying, it's, it's just so, it's so insane. Uh, it's like the article uh, we were talking about last night, about the Jews who were controlling the Republican Party. That might be true, but that's only, be, there's nothing illegal about that. <laughs> uh, um, if you live in America, and you have a pot or a fork and a spoon that you buy, and you have no reason to believe, it doesn't say Farberware, and it doesn't say Schwartzbaum Forks, and it's not a company, there's absolutely no reason, there's no laser suffix to assume that this thing might be owned by Jews, even though it might be owned by Jews, but they're Rav Goyim, so you have to be cheshish. Now, sometimes you have these things going around, I'm saying, this is not pure Maratzah's Tahav Mina, but some of them say you shouldn't make a bracha because of the suffix, and I will even fortify the Tahav Mina soon, based on the Chaznish that talks about because if you have one Jewish firm in the town, even though it's 90-10 or 99-1, maybe you should say if you're not familiar with that term, I'll go back and explain that. So the Tahav is actually not bad, but halacha myself, tell you now and I'll tell you later, if you don't have reason to assume it's Jewishly owned, you take it, you bring it to the mikvah, and you make a bracha. That's, that's the introduction to what we're about to explain. If you're in Eretz Yisrael, and it says made in Israel on the bottom, even though that's not a foregone conclusion either, because it could be it was made in Israel by an Arab company, but unlikely, especially if it's a becher, um, then you're not chayv in tefillah. And if you have a bona fide selfie, then do the tefillah and don't make a bracha. And we'll discuss uh, at length uh, tonight, tomorrow night, uh, how much of a suffix do you have to have to leave out a bracha? Again, we don't just flippantly leave out a bracha. Yes? Well, you're not allowed to write made in Israel if it's made in China. That's illegal. Most of the kale were made by Goyim, but Jewish companies own Jewish, it goes by the company, not the make, as opposed to Pishel and Paz. No, if it says made in Israel, it's got to be made in Israel. Maybe it's made in Gaza. You can have a Jewish Hatzorfim, which is a famous silver company. They could be producing knives in, the famous knife in, uh, Shepherd Knife in England, whatever, made by a British company and then sold to Hatzorfim, then it's Chayv and Tzvila. you got you to check that out. And by the way, most things you can check out today, so B'chalal, to leave out a bracha when it's a Muslim, and check out the suffix, is also something that's not right. You have a suffix to try to find out. If you can't find out, then you have a bona fide suffix, and then don't make a bracha. So you can call Hatzorfim, they've gotten the Shailah many times. Call Hatzorfim and try to get some information from them, whether or not, find somebody who has them on us. It's a big Jewish company. Somebody there must be from the store doesn't know anything. The people working in the store aren't Jewish half the time, especially in the duty-free shop in the airport. Uh, you got to ask somebody who knows, but that, that, it's, you can get the information. I'm just saying, we live in a world of communications. You can find out these things. To do a Misa Mitzvah, a Tzvilah, without a bracha, when you could have found out, it's not so, not so pushy. So I'm just saying, that the introduction over here is, is that if you have no reason to assume it was made by Jews, Jews don't own all the companies in the world. That's the first, uh, first statement of fact. Um, Shailah is how much of a suffix do you need? So let's see inside and then we'll, uh, we'll discuss it further. Uh, we're in the bottom, uh, second to last line of page Reis Samachay. In the Supik, Babaylam, Imhem Yisraelim, Anachrim, 
like the United States of America. Azlina Basaruba, you go by Raiv and you assume that it's an American made product, meaning Gaish American. Remember, glasses drawbanon, we'll document why that is, but glasses me drawbanon. Even if it's drawbanon, you go by Raiv, you assume it's a Gaish Vim EF Shar, next page. For some reason, you have a real bona fide suffix, like close to 50-50. Then you leave out the bracha. And the chiddush is you even have to do glass. Now you'll ask me, why should I be told the glass if it's a suffix to Rabbanon? I shouldn't be high between them. The answer is, when you have a suffix to Rabbanon, but it's easy to fix, like just heading to the mikvah and speaking, taking five minutes and being table lip, you have to try to fix it, uh, which is what he quotes... It's better, it's an eitzah, which we will give many times, that if you have a suffix, instead of leaving out the bracha, get a knife. And uh, I was amazed. They have gamachs for everything. And Muncie got the tablecloth gamachs and chair gamachs and everything. Do you know that either in the mirror in Yushalayim or next to the mirror, they have a knife gamach or a widget gamach, some metal, okay, I forget what it was, for all the people that are sfekas and tefillas kalim, you go to the gemach and you pick it up and you make a kenyan and then you can make a bracha. I heard that, I've heard of everything. Like the, the person that thought that mamash a gain. A gain of chesed and a gain of learning. Can you imagine a widget gemach just to be able to make? Now, if you borrow it from the gemach, it's not going to help you because in your son of and tefillah is not yours. So it's a type of gemach where you got to make a kenyan. I guess they go there and they tell you to make a kenyan and then you take it home and you take your Suffolk uh, Kalim to the mikvah, and you're good to go. So um, if you have a problem, it's a mere um, $1,300. Just skip over there to Israel and get your, maybe somebody should start a gemach like that. Muncie, but I thought that was incredible. What? Uh, so that's the horror I was wondering. Also, it says maybe you could tie that, that he's only doing it to get you out of the bracha. So I guess part of the Kenyan is, I don't know what this thing is. The guy didn't know. He just heard of it. I don't know what a widget is, by the way. Anybody know what a widget is? Uh, <laughs> a widget means anything, a thing. Okay, so it can't be a widget, that we know. Uh, so, uh, so I guess the Gemach has to say, here's a spoon. I, I think what the guy was, he bought a thousand of them from Hong Kong. He got a great deal, it was some closeout. And I think the Gemach is a misnomer. I think it means, here's a spoon, take it, enjoy it, use it for your Gerber's baby food, whatever you want, keep it. I don't think it comes back. Just the gamach is not really great. That's the guy I was describing. I think they just keep it. Uh, now, if you want a gamach like that, you're going to be soon out of whatever you're loaning. But if you have a thousand of them, it probably doesn't make a difference. Uh, I just thought that was incredible. Um, so yes, Aaron, the answer to your question is, you should always try to avoid the shayla and bring something that's vajachaya, but that's not always possible. And if you have something you need now, you don't have to hold up the works for that. It's just a nice, a nice hinder if you could, if you could do it. What? That's my Akdama, is that most of the and I did If it's a real Shaila, so then A, don't make a bracha or find something that you could pat a bracha with, and B, the Chiddush is, even if it's Chuchis, but you could say, glasses only do a I'll say, you don't say that so quickly. If you look in Yud Gimel in the Tzionim, Kotzikas Mesha, that if it's easy to do, just do it, even if it's glass, even if it's Durabonon. And then the brackets, he quotes from Yesh Tircha Gedela Atvil, you're out in the middle of nowhere. And it's very difficult to find the mikvah. And it's a glass. And it's a ticha. So then you could be mikvah. But that's only a circumstantial one-time thing. And uh, one should not rely on that. Now, most people, 
like to say, ah, oh, it's a tircha, I gotta go to the mikvah, and they find the thing. In Muncie, you got uh, 20 of them, and it's a 10 minute ride from wherever you are, and it takes five minutes. That's not a tircha gedele. So one should, uh, one should do it, and if you have. That's a problem. Let me tell you, I hate to give away all the coolers ahead of time, but if you have a nice sticker and it's the type of sticker that stays on, it won't be half off and half on, and especially if it's a shoddy one from something like uh, Saks or something like that, uh, or I don't know, I'm not picking that, I don't know the fancy names, the fancy things. Something you'd like to keep on when the mechatanim come, so then it's not a chatzitza, and you're allowed to keep it on the chatzitza. I just don't like advertising that, even though I just did, because a lot of them do start coming off, and then you have a chatzitza problem, uh, if it's half off when it's in the mikvah or whatever, and I mean, if it happens afterwards, it doesn't make a difference if it was on, but if it's the type of thing you will normally end up taking off, then it's a problem even from our Freya. But some of them are very stark. You find out when you try to take them off. And it can stay on for a thousand years. I think it's anti-Semitic, speaking of, uh, you know, the ones that put it on just to get, uh, if, you, if you feel it's going to be from last time, it's going to be a struggle, you have a right to, uh, to leave it on. Uh, I, I made a vert in my house here in Muncie. A number of years ago, I made a few of them, Baruch Hashem. Well, you know, somebody from the shul, it was funny, my friend was talking about it afterwards, uh, we had some sort of clear out, and somebody came over, it was on the bottom, and it was large. Somebody came over to the Rebison and said, you know, there's a sticker on the bottom. She held herself back from asking, how did you know to pick, you had to pick it up onto <laughs> the thing. I thought it was pretty funny. It's kind of nice how everybody feels Heimish, you know. Uh, uh, somebody, somebody picked it up, and she wanted to ask him how he knew, but she held her peace. And uh, she told him, I asked the Shiloh from, um, from the Rav, and she said, oh, it's okay. It was just a very funny, uh, so if you're, if, you're, if you're making a vart in your house, you either want to keep it on because you're, uh, you're making the mechatanim, uh, you know, happy, or you want to take it off in case anybody's looking. I don't know which way it goes, but uh, <laughs> so pretty. What was that? I don't know. It was just she showed me which clear it was. I said somebody lifted that up. He must have been looking for a lost penny or something, and he thought it fell under there. I don't know what. <laughs> what? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there again, that's what I can't. This is like a big. It was just a very interesting story. How uh, I had no tainus. It's just as funny how somebody would. Uh, right, which is I can just tell everybody all the curious people now. If it's in the Rob's house, how expensive is it going to be? Like, why do you have to bother looking? Like, uh, it's not going to be. Anyway, I just thought that was a little. I just the most shabai. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't throw him out of the show. It wasn't that bad in the fact. I just thought it was funny. I was laughing when I heard the story. Um, but I just, the reason I mentioned the story is if I really didn't mind, if you're in anybody's house, uh, some people might be mocked with if you start picking up the Caleb in the house and starting to look how expensive it is. It just, you know, might be... Uh, uh, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't... If it's not your Rav, I wouldn't try that because it might not go over very well. Uh, just don't... Uh, exactly right. So I didn't. I didn't get to. I heard the heard the mice like a year later. It came up uh, in a different context. Anyway, is, is there anything specifically for Caleb that will be will, will, will have a chiyuv bila? Yeah, yeah. Or is it just the If you have a suffix, no. Let's say you have a choice of metal one, and you happen to like the lightweight, uh, no, no, plastic no, ones, the bottle plastic ones. No. It's a good shayla. It's a mitzvah, but it's a matir. You know, we have. Is there a mitzvah to buy an animal to shecht? No. 
it's a matter. It's it's a mitzvah. We say Asher Kishanu, but it's it's a it's a matter. It's not a what? That's certainly a mitzvah. No shaila. But but even even if that weren't true in a vacuum, I don't think there's. Yeah, but they're all matirim. They're not necessarily mitzvahs. There's no need to go out of your way to eat meat because you want to shecht and get this mitzvah. It's it's a matir. It's not a it's it's a matir. It's a mitzvah now because if you can if you can eat meat, this is the way you have to do it. But it's a matir. It's it's a it's a gaisha kli. Now you have it. So you have to take off the world tomb. We have to magayir the kli. There's no need to have to go out and get the kli. I don't I don't think so. Yes. Person should be a. No, that's because once the chiddush of that was once you buy it, the chiyav is chal. Even though you don't plan on using it for a year, and is, once the chiyav is there, says Riza Magdimin, you should do it. I mean, if you say Riza Magdimin Lamit says it wouldn't be Riza Magdimin Lahetter. Maybe I'm still not 100 percent convinced. It could be the chiyav is to do it right away and not have this guy Shakli hanging around your house. But he's asking, should I get the guy Shakli in my house? Or any of to get the guy Shakli to be in the matzah? I, I still don't think so. Like once you have it, then there is such an Indian. So anyway, so I'm actually saying that even my glass with a suffix, even though it's a suffix, draw bonnet, you should do it if it's easy. If it's not too easy, then uh, you're stuck then this room to make if it's a bona fide suffix, which again, most of the time, it's not. Let's continue. Three lines down. Uh, first line, Shiyucham. Kadei Shiyucham and if, let's say, you're an Israel, let's say most of the manufacturers of Jewish ownership, meaning if it's a bona fide suffix, should have but you have reason to believe this one might have been made by the guy. You have some simonim for that. So then again, you should be tabled if it's a davakal. It's As I mentioned before, it does make a difference if a Jew made it. If it already went to a middleman, if you're buying it in Walmart, it doesn't help. Now, this is a strange... Uh, let me point this out. I don't want to get into this now because it'll take me a while to explain. But there are samovars selling now that are, have a hashkocha that say they don't require tefillah. And they have an interesting lumdus. Uh, some say it's good. Some say it's not good. I'll explain the pros and cons, but not for now. There are actually a few different hashem with a few different chaps on how to do it. But let me just point out, again, a very simple uh, thing, which is a problem which is obvious, but not obvious if you don't know the din. And that is, if you go to Auction Mart, for those listening, that's a firm store in Muncie that sells uh, housewares and the like. So if you buy the one with the Heksher, and you're relying on whatever lumbus they have, which we'll get to sooner or later, uh, and you're buying it from Auction Mart, and it was sold directly to Auction Mart, you're fine. If you find it in a Gaisha store, I don't know if you will, if you find it at Walmart, it's not going to help you. Because whatever Heksher they gave to make it a Jewish clean, it was a Jewish clean until it got to Walmart. Walmart is not Jewish. He's very, matter of fact, Spitz American. No shaykhs. Uh, so that's not going to help you. It, it wasn't Chayim and Tefillah until now, but now it is Chayim and Tefillah. It's a Shailah, but most posts can say, Lagabe, our discussion about Mechiras Hametz and owning stocks, Lagabe, a million other Shailahs. The Achra of the Peskim is that you go by Royal ownership. Or you go by, even if it's not Roy, but somebody has a chash of a share. Now, what you should ask me a step before is what happens if a company is owned by Jews and Goyim? A publicly traded company, Jews own 50% of the stock, a Goyim, so I don't even have to be 50-50. Jews own 99.9% of the stock, 
or Jewel owns 96% of the stock, and a guy owns 4%. I pick 4% because that's already the uh, SEC requires uh, filing for that. That's already considered a chosh of a day. So, shutlis, the guy in the yid, requires tefillah when you buy it because you're now buying the guy of 4%. So, it's not going to help you, according to the way very place can hold, and we look at the corporation as the composite of the investors, that if you have a yad guy be'emsa, and now you buy it, you're still going to be chayv and tefillah. I say most post can be the art, there's a minority opinion, which you don't really hold like, it's an interesting idea, that we should give a corporation a separate entity because it's like hectish, because it's incorporated, a limited liability, and legally this is the way it is. Nobody owns it. It's a separate entity, as nobody, you can't sue it because they're protected, and that's it. So there are some Peskim who say we should go with the Dinamachasadina and give it this independent type of ownership that's not owned by Yid or a guy. Similar to Lahavdil to Hektish, which has a different status of ownership. A, we don't really paskin like that, because that'll come out from us all. We, we, we paskin, it goes by who really owns it, even though it has a corporate protection. We sort of pierce the corporate veil. We find out, we try to figure out who owns it, and again, if there's any shutfus, the serious way of the guys, Michaev anyway. That's number one. And number two, I'll add, even if you hold like Tishitas, let's say we give it an independent uh, sug, like similar to Hektish, Lahavdil. If you buy from that, the Yechayi Ben let's say a corporation was a separate entity, so it's not Jewish or Goyish, but it's not Jewish. So even according to those sheetas, I'm assuming maybe you'd have to do Tzvila. Let's say, so let's say nobody owned it, the eyes of the legal system, nobody really owned it, but a Jew didn't own it, so now I'm buying it from outer space, from a vacuum. So, Mechatei says, not Yechayi Ben even according to those sheetas. We don't pass like them anyway, but what? No, 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 no. This had to with the samovars. They weren't table it. They did a kuntz where they, one of the, there are a few ways to do it. One of the kuntzim is they, the Jew orders the parts. So it's under Jewish ownership and the guy in China, the factory in China puts it together. So they assume it's still a Jewish kli. Ah, what do you do with the uman kind of a shvach kli that they're putting it together? That's the whole tumult and we'll get to that separately. Anyway, Lamaisa, long and the short of it is, unless you have some reason to be Masupic, you don't have to worry. You can assume it's a guy Shakli. If you're Masupic, try to revive it. If you can't, do it anyway because it's easy. Just leave out the bracha. And it's a shem. We'll continue tomorrow night. I was in Hazar a few minutes and I said, well, not, yeah. not, not, not in the airport. Right. And I, I was in the airport. There were two uh, Swedish uh, ladies. No, I, was, I, was, I was talking to the.